It's another stressful day for anyone with a mortgage, with the Reserve Bank Board likely to raise interest rates for the 13th time since last May. But it's looking like a line ball decision, with analysts divided on whether another painful hike is justified given the signs of falling inflation. Our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan is covering the RBA's decision and we spoke a short time ago. Peter, how close is this decision going to be? Well, Sally, to use the Reserve Bank language from the June meeting when the cash rate was hiked to 4.1%, this will be a finely balanced call and like the June meeting, the board could well be split on whether to press the rates button again or to decide to pause. To the pause argument, monthly inflation in May, as we reported last week, unexpectedly fell to 5.6%. Good news if a trend is established and also the impact of 12 rate rises so far have pretty much lagged and are just starting to hit, so maybe it's time to stand back and assess the landscape. Now, the argument to hike again is this. Retail sales surprisingly bounced in the last monthly reading rather than flatlining or going negative, showing people are still spending, too much spending to appease the RBA. Also, house prices are going up for the fourth consecutive month, and yes, even though inflation might be falling, it's 5.6% and still well above the RBA's 2 to 3% target ban. So the pressure will be to act now rather than needing to go in harder later on this year. Peter, what's the betting from economists about another rate rise? Well, Sally, money markets see an 83% chance of a rates pause rather than a hike, according to the RBA rate tracker from the ASX. But three of the big four banks, with the exception of the Commonwealth Bank, see the cash rate spiking to 4.35%. Shane Oliver, chief economist at AMP Capital Investors, does see a rate hike today. He thinks it will be a close call, but he sees the beginning of the end in sight before rate cuts next year to counter a possible recession. We think probably two more if they move today or including today. That's one more this week or in August and another one probably in September. Uh, I think that will be the top. I think by the time we go through the latter part of the year, the Reserve Bank will realise that they've done more than enough in terms of raising interest rates, that the economy already faces very severe, very high risk of recession. We would put the risk of recession at 50%. Uh, so as we go through next year, I think the Reserve Bank will have to then reverse course and start cutting interest rates probably from about February. But in the meantime, Still a bit more pain to go. That's Shane Oliver there, Chief Economist at AMP Capital Investors. And Peter, just before we let you go, there's been a, a big development with PwC as it tries to rebuild its shattered reputation. Well, that's right, Sally. A binding deal has been done to sell PwC's public sector consulting business. The buyer is the private equity firm Allegro Funds. The price tag, a single dollar. But of course, there's enormous risk attached given the fingerprints of PwC on the business. The new new company will be rebranded Skyne Advisory. It'll be fully independent of PwC and will take almost 1,800 staff who might otherwise have been in jeopardy, even though they had nothing to do with the tax leak scandal that's pretty much destroyed PwC's government consulting business. Skyne Advisory, according to a statement from Allegro, will have its own board of directors to oversee rigorous governments. Uh, the former federal court judge Andrew Greenwood has been appointed 
appointed as a director and there's a search on for an independent chair. Now, this rescue deal comes a day after eight PwC partners involved in the leak of secret details of a government multinational tax avoidance plan were named, shamed, sacked and walked out the door with the likelihood of more to lose their jobs as the fallout continues to mount. That's Peter Ryan there.